in a white church in the middle of the wood. A following chump just the best they could. Some folks like a man, some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church hall. If you don't agree, better leave them alone. My great beer dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes. Republican, fundamental Christians go with a little white church. Welcome! Welcome! Hey, get your fucking hands off me, bitch! Hey, get your hands up for the Lord Donald, Lord Vader Trump. Grab her by the pussy, Lord. Grab her by the pussy, Lord Donald. I'm your pastor, Bill Reagan White. I'm here to deliver you a damn message straight from our Lord, from my gossip bitch mouth. The Lord told me to keep it a secret, and he told me to keep it a secret. The thing my Lord knows about me is, I'm a little bitch who can't keep a secret. So if you tell me something like if Terry Earl right there in the second row told me in confidence, hey, don't tell anyone, but sometimes I like to film myself pissing on flowers. I don't know why, but I watch the videos and I get a rush. I have filmed myself pissing on flowers every summer for the last 48 years. I want the collection of these piss videos to be played at my funeral. I think by the time I'm dead and in heaven, I won't mind the word getting out. So if Terry Earl right there hypothetically told me about the piss flower videos that he filmed and he told me in confidence I would keep it a secret. Of course that's hypothetical because I would never piss on flowers. I tell you that, on God's creation. Even if I did do something like that, that's not weird, is it? Of course not, Terry. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It was a bad example to make that up. But. Could you imagine the look on your loved one's face trying to make sense of those flower piss videos at your funeral? I can't wait to see it. Yeah, my thoughts exactly, but it's hypothetical, guys. So you know I'm a little bitch who tells others secrets. You are wondering what secret our Lord has to say. Did he fuck another porn star? Did he really miserably lose that election? Does he want us to storm a government building? I mean, it could be anything under the sun. I mean, this guy, he used to flush White House documents down the toilet like he was having some severe gastro-digestion shit. We live in different times. No, the secret I have from our Lord Donald J. Trump is he told me he wants you all to eat him. Eat our Lord out. We are to do a cannibalistic ceremony in which we have our Lord's Supper, which is overdone steak with ketchup and a Diet Coke, of course. See, the secret that Trump doesn't want you to know, our Lord does not want you to know, is when we eat that food, 
it magically becomes Trump's actual body. So that's the big secret my Lord told me through my prayers, because remember, I speak to my Lord telepathically in my head. And you should always believe the scientific logic of a white evangelical who can speak telepathically to the Lord. We don't believe it's our inner monologue, consciousness, or thoughts. Do you think we are capable of thoughts? No, no, dumbasses. It can't be our thoughts. No, we believe we are speaking directly to the Lord telepathically. So Trump had this silly notion since it was his body we would be eating and all. Maybe I should keep that part a secret from this church. Trump thought you guys may not go for the cannibalism and all, you know, but I said in my head, in my prayers, and to my Lord, my church does not give one fuck about eating a human being in its body. Shit, we welcome it. We eat every animal known to man in our daily meals. So we would especially love to eat human remains, especially if it's our Lord and Savior Donald J. I'm going to eat Trump's dick personally. I hear that's some good meat. Probably be like a, a chicken nugget or something. Besides that, about Trump's feelings, I don't keep fucking secrets from this church. Fuck that shit right in its true social fucking ass. That's why I will tell every outlandish, insanely implausible conspiracy theory I hear through social media and of course true social. Our Lord told me in confidence, don't worry, I will mask the taste. It will still taste and look like the normal food you will be eating, but it will, I assure you, be my dead ass body you will consume in a Jeffrey Dahmer-like manner. Oh, praise the Lord. That must be our Uber Eats driver. Come on in, sir. Um... Okay, oh, hey, uh, cool, like you guys got like a, a church service or some shit going on. <laughs> cool, um, yeah, man, uh, like, I've got like a hundred steaks well done right here. I just like had to put them in this like cardboard box cause like there was so many fucking steaks. Okay, I'm just gonna have to put the shit down. Oh, fuck, it's heavy as fuck, bro. I also have a, a bucket of like tater tots and, and a barrel of mashed potatoes. I, I have it out in my car. I'll go get it. Wait, we didn't order all that. We just got the steaks. My deacons must have ordered all that extra shit. No, you just keep that as a tip, I guess. And here's a dollar. This is a religious cannibalistic ceremony. And we have to stick to straight Keto meat diet like our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Okay, okay, I feel you, bro. I've never heard of the Dr. J's keto diet, but uh, I've been doing like a, you know, like a, a raw vegan diet by Lamar K. That's been like uh, working well for me. I, I can already do a praying mantis kneeling stand 
during my hot yoga. So yeah, like yeah, I recommend that totally to you guys. Um, factory farming is not just bad for the environment, it's uh, bad for the body and the sex drive. I'm like totally surprised, shocked you guys are still getting it up with eating as much meat as you are. Ever since I switched over to raw vegan, I have tantric sex for like 8 hours a day with beautiful Instagram models because you can tell I'm very fat now. Oh fuck you. If you were like us Southern Republicans, you would be in the shape of your damn fucking life. Our life expectancy is in like, you know, the high 50s at least, I think. Well, I'm not here to judge. Um, thank you guys for your business. Wait, your, your eyes look a little dilated. Are you high on drugs? You have a Bob Marley shirt on for God's sake. Are you fucking high? Well, like, of course not, man. It's not like I smoked a ball before I came over here or anything. No, no. You look high. Plus the things you told me about your lifestyle. Screams a pothead drug addict. Your life is going very well for you health-wise. But I know what marijuana can do to someone like you. Nothing health-wise, I assure you that. But if you get caught in this Republican state with marijuana, you are going to ruin your life by going to jail. Uh, wouldn't that just mean the cops are like ruining my life for like no reason by creating and placing negative man-made consequences on me for something that is not causing me any authentic consequences? Pot is bad. It will destroy your life. Okay, well, thank you, Pastor. I actually have astigmatism in my eyes, like, so that explains the dilation. You guys enjoy your religious cannibal ceremony? I've got to get going, okay? Thank you. Wait a minute. You cannot bring marijuana into this church. Look, I like don't have marijuana in your church, so shut the fuck up. Do not order from me like again. I will not be harassed by a bunch of marijuana bashers. Hello, I'm a police officer here that attends Little White Church. Young man, we have probable cause on you. Young man, we are going to do a cavity search this fine Sunday morning. Drop your pants, son. Oh my fucking lord. That's the biggest, longest, thank you, penis I believe I've ever seen in this church. And we have seen some good ones. Thank y'all. Like I said, this is like a tantric vegan dick. Would it help if I got in a downward pelican rising yoga pose? Yes, sir. I believe it would, young man. I can see straight down your anal chamber. Here, I'm going to get a good look using my utility flashlight. Thank you for complying, by the way. If people like George Floyd 
would have just complied like this, there would have never been no reason to suffocate that poor man for 9 minutes and 29 seconds. All we are asking is for people to comply and show us their butthole for Trump's sake. Yeah, I wish people would be this cooperative. It's the least you could do is spread for a cop, even if you're just being investigated. He's clean. He has a clean chamber, and he's very well shaven. There is nothing on him or in him. It is the most perfect unit I have ever seen, or quite possibly may ever see. Okay, great. Um... I'm sorry to have accused you there, sir. Um, stick around and join us for our service if you like. We're going to eat a human body in steak form. No, like, like I said, I'm vegan, so I can't protect on cannibalism. Besides that, I've got to get back. I'm fucking this Instagram model to that. Look, she's got like an April O'Neil outfit on, you know, like from the Ninja Turtles. Oh my god, she is gorgeous. Can you email that to our church website? We'll put it up on the big screen. Yeah, sure, here you go. Can I get our text to put this up on the big screen? Yeah. That's like who I'm gonna fuck today. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be like dressed up like in a TMT half shell while I fuck April. Good call, good call. It'll be a half shell because the lower half will be no shell. So good idea. Exactly. Okay, piss out everyone. I've got to go fuck that girl, so goodbye. Life is good. Alright, I know you smoke pot. I just can't prove it. Look, your life is a mess. Get some help. Oh, please. I bet you never gotten a standing ovation from an image of a woman you're on your way to go fuck. Well, no, but, but, um, um, get the fuck out of here, you drug addicted asshole. Okay, let's worship. We're just gonna leave that sexy ass April O'Neil picture up while we worship. When the Lord shows you that, you have to praise him. Let's leave that picture up all service. Let's worship. Holy, holy, holy. Shit, fuck all my dear. Holy ass 
Which one dot on fake news shall always be? Let's go over these damn prayer requests. So let's pray for the Faulkner family. Brother Brett Faulkner took his family to an indoor water park last weekend. Well, you know, Brett got drunk and was about to go down a 300-foot vertical water slide named the Devil's Peak. This water slide is no fucking joke. It's 300 feet at the peak, and you go straight the hell down. Ignorant Brett got into an argument with a lifeguard who was trying to show him the proper positioning of his body, which is usually the coffin pose laying flat, crossed arms, and crossed legs. Brett kept acting belligerent. He pulled another bear out of his pocket and started chugging that bear. The lifeguard was like, Jesus Christ, put that bear away. I'm sorry, sir, you need to step off the preparation platform. You are unfit to ride this ride. Brett then pulled out a crack pipe and took a drag. The lifeguard kept screaming, Get off the platform, sir! You are unfit to slide on this water slide. Brett kept taking drugs and drinking alcohol. He even pulled out some Cialis and took some of that. The lifeguard was like, no, don't take that. The time's not right. How many drugs do you have, by the way? Jesus. Not only was Brett not obeying the water park slide rules, but he was holding the line up. People were screaming for Brett to get off the platform. The lifeguard got on his walkie-talkie and called for backup. Brett stood up, pulled his pants down, and peed off the ledge. The lifeguard blew the shit out of his whistle. <laughs> the lifeguard screamed, Sir, please step down, or at least listen to my instructions. You do not want to go off this ledge in any other position other than the authorized way. Sir, please do not mock the devil's peak. Just then, Brett lost his footing and did a cartwheel flip off the ledge of the Devil's Peak. He flipped a hundred ways before he crashed at the slope's bottom. All the onlookers looked in horror. A few kids high-fived and gasped. Cool! Brett died on impact. His wife Bridget quickly got into the approved position and slid down after him. She slid into Brett's dead, mangled body, and it killed her on impact. Although Bridget was in the approved position, she did not wait for the lifeguard's instructions for when to push off, and she paid the price with her life. The lifeguard said, Let this be a lesson to you people. You will listen to what I have to say, or you will die here today. You must get in the position that I tell you to, which is conveniently displayed on this safety bulletin board, and then you must wait for me to observe slide obstructions and to give you the authorization to go. 
which will be indicated by this light turning green. Failure to follow my instructions will most probably result in your death. And if you don't die, it will result in you being banned from returning to this park. I want you all to have some good family fun, but you must listen to me or you will die and be a casualty of the devil's pig. So they had to close the ride down for 15 minutes to clean up the bodies. So it was a bummer for everyone waiting. So let's pray for Brett and Bridget's son, Corey, who witnessed both his parents killed by the devil's pig. Little orphan Corey is going to be part of the glorious foster care program. It's the heart knock life for us. It's the heart knock life for us. The sun will come out tomorrow. I bet your bottom dollar tomorrow there'll be sun. Hopefully he'll be adopted by some people who can follow the simple fucking water park rules. Now Brett Faulkner wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. But hell, if he ran on the Republican ticket, I would vote for him. Of course, if, you know, Trump wasn't on the ticket, and if, um, you know, Brett wasn't dead, of course. Even though Brett and his wife are passed on, I will make damn sure their future Republican votes don't go to waste. <laughs> it would have been what they wanted. This lesson reminds me of church. I am basically y'all's lifeguard. If you do not follow the rules and regulations of the church and you don't listen to my commands, y'all might die and possibly go to hell for your ignorance. You must always listen to the fucking lifeguard or you fucking die a cruel and fucked up death. Let's move on to the next prayer request, shall we? Brother Victor Lester was building a complicated, humongous birdhouse with his grandson, Dick, out in his wood shack. This birdhouse had an infinity bird bath on the back end of this mansion. It's kind of sad that Victor and his grandson, Dick, were basically building their dream home in birdhouse form. And that birdhouse is by far nicer than anyone's in the families. And you know that Victor's asshole son-in-law, Paul, has that two-bedroom and one-bath place on the last violent side of town. The side of town that won't kill you after stealing your wallet. They'll beat the shit out of you, kick your teeth in, curb stomp your ass, break a few bones, but they let you live to see another day. So little Dick was helping his grandfather with handing him tools and things of that nature. Well, Victor was cutting a piece of wood and Dick thought it'd be funny to whack his grandfather in the balls with a Nerf bat while Victor was working with a circular saw. Well, as soon as that Nerf bat hit Victor's scrotum with a Barry Bonds-like force, Victor screamed and fell forward and cut off the top part of his head. As soon as this happened, a hawk swooped down 
and carried the cap of Victor's skull off. The blade had missed Victor's brain because he has a small brain that sits low inside his cranial cavity. Victor's brain basically sits down underneath the nose and to the back of the skull right at the bottom of his earlobes. The accident shaved off the top part of his skull to his eyebrows and his gorgeous hair was also just totally gone. Victor, you see, is 78 years old and has had amazing hair like Elvis all his life. Poor Victor looks like that fucker from the Dick Tracy film, Flat Top. Our great American healthcare system that us Republicans support did not want to cover the cosmetics of the surgery. They only agreed to put a flat plate over Victor's head so his brain wouldn't fall out. And anything beyond that would be cosmetic and not covered by them. Victor had to argue with the insurance company for over a month with his brain totally exposed. He looked like Ray Liotta, rest his soul, from Hannibal. Victor's grandson Dick felt so bad about the incident as he should. He made his grandfather a rounded lid with glued on hair in his grandfather's wood shop. I'm not sure exactly where the hair came from, but it was curly hair. It came from Dick's heart. I guess watching Victor work finally paid off for the young man. Now Victor has the capability of opening the top of his head like a cabinet and keeping physical items up in there, like his social security card, his wallet, his gun, his NRA card, some big red gum, a beer, and his voter registration. Victor is so much happier with his new head compartment. The hawk that stole the top of Victor's skull has put the skull on his own head, and now the skull has fused to the hawk's head. So this hawk has a nice pompadour hairstyle and is living Victor's best life in the bird mansion they built. So that hawk is getting so much bird pussy, it's ridiculous. So let's just praise Trump everything worked out. And let's continue to pray that the construction work of Victor's grandson Dick holds up. Victor now spends most of his days just staring at the birdhouse mansion and the many bird orgies screaming, That could have been me! I did all the grunt work and literally built all that you have, you asshole! And then sometimes that billionaire hawk repays the favor and that bird will shit and trickle down all over Victor. That's trickle down and that's how trickle down works in a Republican economy. All right, let's praise Trump. Holy fucking holy
can declassify the perfect and power in love and purity. Okay, so all of you have been fasting for about two weeks now, right? In preparation for our Lord Trump's Supper, which consists of an overdone steak with ketchup, shredded government documents. We will be using church documents and pages from the Old Bible. And of course, a Diet Coke to wash it all down with. I hope everyone brought their 50 cents to use on our Diet Coke machine at the front of our church. I know we have been fasting for about, you know, two weeks, but I would like to make you wait just a little bit longer for me to deliver a full message and for the food to get cold. I think this week would have been a good time for couples in our church to try anal for the first time if they haven't, if they so well desire to, because fasting helps clear the anal tract out, not just for the Lord's message or for um, a special prayer request in your life, but also for the clear pathway of a dick into one's void space, uh, um, butthole per se. So I thank y'all for refusing to eat for two weeks. Some of y'all fucking need that shit. Like Sister Gretchen, right there, you were probably about a close um, 10 pounds away from being just about entirely unfuckable, okay? Now, I could fuck you perhaps if I was incredibly drunk and listened to some old Garfunkel albums, but you are within 5 to 10 pounds away from being out of the question. I think out of this church... You need the fasting the most, Gretchen. I commend all of you for doing this primal dumb as fuck practice we do in this church. We are all part of this incredibly, incredibly smart institution that is just fun, fun, fun to be a part of. I know each week you guys are just so excited about the church experience 
This church is going to inflict on you Sunday, pre-service, morning, an evening worship to our fun get-togethers on Wednesday nights and our regular but irregular pop church services throughout the week. Your bitch ass is on call. You are on the Lord's timetable. Okay? Fred, are you fucking eating chips, you fucking asshole? Oh, sit the fuck down, Fred. Oh, shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. I'm too weak and starving myself to kick your ass today. It wouldn't be a fair fight for me. Any other day that I'm not fasting, I'll kick your fucking ass, bitch. You got that, Fred? Oh, shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down. Open your Trump damn Bibles to First Chronicles of Narnia, chapter 11, verse 23 of subparagraph 7 of the last entry number 666 of data entry 4, tab 9. Feel free to be a little church Christian fucking bitch asshole and highlight this passage to assert your goody-two-shoes, aggressively assertive, desperate Christian Republican dominance. Please stand. Stand up for the reading of this scientific, historically accurate data. Whenever you eat this shitty, typical meal of our Lord Donald, you proclaim the 2020 election was stolen from him that Georgia's Secretariat of State, Brad Raffensperger, declined Trump's request of finding the necessary 11,780 votes, which is one more than Trump had. That many states fucked up our Republican Electoral College count. That Pence also betrayed our Lord by not certifying the votes at hand and sticking to the steel plan. And that thou proclaim this ignorantly void of all reason and facts until our orange leader comes back and is reinstated as the U.S. president again. Okay, so there's the data entry right there. You may sit. Greg, did you just highlight that, that passage just now? <laughs> Greg, you really are a fucking asshole, jeez. Thank you, Greg. No, no, I'm being for real, you guys. Thank you if you guys highlighted that scripture. Please be sure to write a note beside it that says, Fuck my life, I'm a dumbass. Please study it tonight during the commercial break of whatever HGTV show you're watching. I bet over half of you that highlighted that shit will probably never look at it again. Oh, fuck off, you know I'm right. So you're probably asking, what the hell? is Trump's supper anyways. Why do we celebrate this symbolic pretend cannibalism? Are we really eating the body of Trump? The answer to that last question is a resounding fuck yeah. The Lord is beautiful, wonderful, and, and magical. He's magical, everyone. And when we partake in the ceremony, we are actually eating Trump out. We are eating Trump's living body and his living cock. I'm going to deep throat Trump. 
His penis is small like a toadstool, so it's not really a challenge. But I'm gonna storm a Daniels the fuck up. And I'm gonna take Trump in for the message on high. And the glory of the Trump will rain down on me. We are taking Trump into our Republican mouse. And I'm doing a totally straight, straight, straight. Heterosexual, but a magical ceremony that transforms normal food produced by the food industry into something fellow Christian Jeffrey Dahmer would eat. Because Jeffrey too wanted to eat and then feel the spirit of the person he murdered inside him for the rest of his days. Cannibalism, crucifixion, and murder are just so Christian. Let's pat each other on the backs for our amazing Republican logical mindsets. Go ahead, you may applaud. That's right, that's right. Celebrate the cannibalism. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be ashamed of eating someone. So when we used to do this supper ceremony about Trump's vice president, Jesus Christ, we were eating him too. In that moment, we used to drink that tiny thimble of uh, grape juice and that small ass Ritz cracker because let me remind you, our church is cheap. We were literally eating Jesus Christ, literally eating him out. True story, because all our stories are 100% legit. So true story, after Jesus' crucifixion, some crazy radical Christians raided that rock refrigerator they placed Jesus' dead ass body in, and they ate him. So then Jesus came back as a holy ghost, and he saw his disciples eating some leftovers of him, self. They were actually reheating him, in a Tupperware container labeled Jesus. And so Jesus said unto them, What the fuck? Why did you, just, you guys just eat me like that? Are you, are you fucking nuts? And those men, those disciples said, We didn't want the meat to go waste, Jesus. I, I was actually going to make some Jesus jerky out of it. We had that weird ceremony at the Last Supper and you said that all this, you know, weird shit about cannibalism. We just thought we, we should eat your dead body. That's all. We thought that's what you were saying. Commanding us to do. Hey, uh, uh, um, Jesus. This may seem a little odd of a request, but given the fact you openly talk about cannibalism, we can honestly and confidently say we crossed that bridge a while back. So my, you know, request is, may I see your nail hole to confirm it's you, Jesus. Come on, let me see your hole. So Jesus opened up unto them and showed his disciples his hole. So not only are we celebrating that brutal killing of Vice President Jesus Christ and the cannibalism of Jesus, 
we are ultimately only celebrating cannibalizing Trump this morning. There is nothing like cannibalism in the damn morning. It's like a protein shake. When I go to the Smoothie King, I get the Christian Protein Power Builder 7-Day Adventurist. It has seven essential power fruits in it like Oreos, Cookie Crisp, a Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Rice Krispies, Tater Tots, Cocaine, and, and a pear. It has the power of like seven Last Suppers in one, making it the Last Supper you need for the day. I designed it myself. At first, those stupid, lazy minimum wage workers tried to deny me my drink request. I told them they better fulfill this pastor's drink request or they will do this job for eternity in hell. They will make Muammar Gaddafi, Marlon Brando, and a number of other insufferable demons a protein stacker every day, each day in the morning for eternal hell and thereafter, and then some, blended up dicks and skulls. They may get a pay raise in hell, but that would be the only luxury they ever get. So we all know, Jesus' last meal was some bread and wine. Wow, what a good choice there, Jesus. Donald Trump's last meal before the insurrection was a steak with ketchup. Let's talk, let's, let's go over some other last meals for shits and giggles of other people. I think it's appropriate since we are discussing last meals. I also just want to show you what a real last meal fucking looks like. These Christians have more sense in their selection of a final meal than Jesus had. <clears throat> so, um, John Wayne Gacy was first a Christian and secondly, a serial child rapist clown murdering nut job. Or um, maybe it's the other way around. Gacy was a man ashamed of his bisexual nature. To be fair though, that was during a time homophobia was at an all-time high. And many people who were gay couldn't come out. That's exactly what we Christians mean when we say, Make America Great Again or telling Disney not to feature gay characters. No, no. We much rather prefer to go back to a time where a serial killer clown rapist was created because of our homophobic culture. It's just so much easier that way than for us Republicans to acknowledge a homosexual as this. Please protect our Christian homophobic values. Gacy buried 33 bodies inside his home. He spent 14 years on death row before being executed by lethal injection in 1994. His last meal consisted of a dozen deep-fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe chicken from KFC, french fries, and a pound of strawberries. Man, I could go for some KFC right now. Decorated Republican war veteran gun enthusiast Timothy McVeigh, who was, of course, the um, Oklahoma City bomber, grew up Republican Catholic. And after he once, you know, killed a bunch of people, 
lost touch with his Christian roots, afterwards even proclaiming to be agnostic, but ultimately decided he better get a priest to forgive him before the big execution, you know, just in case. Because, you know, bombing a bunch of innocent people probably is frowned upon in any religion's God's principles. I mean, at least I think. Isn't that right, Muhammad? Okay, Tim requested two pints of chocolate chip mint ice cream right before the execution. Tim was just like a little schoolgirl who just went through a major breakup, crying and shoving the ice cream spoon in his mouth and scared about her life to come without Trevor's tiny little cock dry humping her through her pants at one of their makeout sessions. Oh, I want to die. I could die. And the warden was all like, yeah, you about to die, bitch. I would still say Timothy McVeigh's Last Supper was still one hell of a lot better than Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints' shitty Last Supper. What the fuck kind of meal was that? I mean, really, Jesus, who just orders bread and wine? That's what you get as your free appetizer at Olive Garden right before you eat a shit ton of pasta. It's a pretty good appetizer, don't get me wrong, but damn, I want the main event like a fucking Trump steak. Olive Garden warm-up bread is not bad. It's pretty good, but it's not worth Leonardo da Vinci painting an entire wall of Santa Maria del Grazi in Milan, Italy to commemorate it, okay? I think not. Maybe if, you know, Jesus Christ had a blooming onion from, you know, Outback, that would be more worthy of that masterpiece. Now, that's a real fucking appetizer. I love me a blooming fucking onion. So, Jesus had like 12 disciples to cater to Jesus' every need, and that was the fucking shit they came up with. Bread and wine. What the fuck? That's what your team came up with? Really? This guy, Jesus, could turn water into wine and catch fish like nobody's fucking business. Like he was on the Bass Pro Redneck channel. But he was like, yeah, I'm about to be brutally murdered, so yeah, just bring me some bread and wine, why don't you? What a dumbass order, I'm sorry. So, Ted Bundy, a Republican rapist and murderer for his last meal, decided to decline. So as a default, the prison gave him a traditional steak dinner that included a medium rare steak, over easy eggs, hash browns, toast with butter, coffee, juice, and jelly. Ted refused to eat the meal. Ted was executed. Yeah, that's what you get for turning down that steak, you asshole. As a Republican man, I love me some damn meat. I put meat in my mouth like I'm a whore in a farmhouse orgy. Okay, so of all these final suppers, I would probably have to go with the Wayne Gacy meal with, um, with a blooming onion too. Cause let me tell this church with the witness of God and Trump, I love me a blooming onion and some KFC. Also, for um, my last meal, I would want to eat some pussy for my last meal if the prison allowed me to eat that. I would eat that pussy 
and I would get the priest to come in and bless me while I was eating that pussy. I would say to that priest while I was eating that pussy, I would say, I killed and raped a lot of people, and I dressed up like a clown while doing it, and I hid people in my home. I had sex with severed heads, and I ate the bodies of the dead. Now, now, church, don't get me wrong. I, I'm making this stuff up, of course, because I'm making it up because, remember, it's my last meal. So I had to have done something pretty super evil and fucked up to be on death row. All right? So I would say that priest, priest, you can have some of my KFC if you want. I'm going to continue to eat this magnificent, beautiful pussy the Lord has provided me and show you I am a wholesome Christian man who is a straight alpha male. I would never have immoral sex, gay sex, of course. I know I had sex with a couple men throughout my life, but I am a straight Christian. I pinky swore on that at Bible camp with that kid. I'm as straight as a man can be. I mean, obviously, I'm eating the pussy right now as we speak. Priest, please pray for me so I can go to heaven. Here, have some of this blooming onion tea. Serial killer and cannibal Jeffrey Dahmer got sentenced to life in jail. And the death penalty wasn't on the table for him, so he did not get the luxury of choosing his last meal. Jeffrey was killed by an inmate in jail with a metal pole because the guards decided to look away long enough to let it happen. I like to ponder, though, what Jeffrey would try to ask for his last meal if he had gotten the chair. Maybe Jeffrey would just play it safe and just order some KFC. Or just maybe he would ask for what he really wanted. It's kind of like when your wife asks you, do you really want a threesome? And just by the tone of her voice, and you don't really think it's plausible, so you say, no, no, I would like to strictly fuck you once in a blue moon. Maybe Jeffrey would ask for what he really wanted. A human fucking heart. The prison guards would be like, now, Jeffrey, you know we can't get you that, Jeffrey. You are going to have to pick something else. Now, now, Greg, I like Jeffrey. I know a lot of you don't, but I think it's important that a man that faces the ultimate form of capital punishment get to pick his last meal. Have you no decency? Let's get Jeffrey what he wants. Now, how the fuck do we do that? The man wants a human heart, not a Big Mac from McDonald's. He would eat Ronald McDonald's heart for God's sake. Now, now, Greg, we run a damn prison here full of bad people. Let's just leave Jeffrey unsupervised with that child molester we don't like from Block A. Yeah, fuck that guy. Jeffrey deserves to have a meal of his choice before he endures the capital punishment us Republicans love. It's the least we could do. Let's get him some KFC and some ice cream to go with that child molester's heart as a bonus. Now, now, Greg, let's not overdo it. This guy's a fucking cannibal for Christ's sake. 
Okay, so now that I've talked about all these people's last meals, I want us to have our last supper meal, dinner, and possibly our last supper here on earth. Because perhaps we will be killed brutally in some horrific way we don't respect leaving this church. As QAnon Christians, we believe the rapture or death will happen at any moment. It's like a Final Destination movie. A log from a log truck may decapitate you in your car. Just look at our prayer requests and all the people who've died in and out of our church. Death follows people like us. It's a lot of damn people. It's like the Lord God has naturally selected us personally to die. No one knows the time or place they will be called to heaven. God is slowly capturing the fuck out of us. You may be called at a bar or a nightclub. Will you hear the call? Or do you need a fucking earpiece to hear the Lord saying, Come the fuck on home, my little dumbass child. Please cut that lap dance short and come on home. The head umpire, God, Trump, is waving you home. Like the Chris Daughtry song. I'm going home. Back to the place where I belong. And where your love has always been good enough for me. You know that one. Be sure you are living and walking a fine line. Or the Lord may say, Hey, deal's off, bitch. You wouldn't want the Lord to try to call you home. While you're banging the hell out of someone, dare I say, of the same sexual gender as you. Oh my lord. Be careful of your actions. Be careful about the sex you're having in your final days. Have meaningful, boring, missionary sex with your marriage partner once every three months. Jack off in the closet if you have to. If it saves you from hell. You may be sinning and the Lord comes back or kills you while you're indulging yourself with that plumber, that electrician, or that pizza boy who came to your house to do a job, but then you do a job on him. You do a job on each other. Jobs are just going around. Jobs are everywhere. It's like the Biden administration with all the job creation. Be sure to always check with an evangelical Christian regarding your sex life and make sure you have their seal of approval. We mainly approve of all male penis to female vag sex between a white couple. Anything outside of that is shaky ground. We have an evangelical sex hotline you can call 24-7 and a knowledgeable representative will listen to any question you have concerning the upcoming sex you may be considering. Um, yes, a Christian sex hotline. I am a white guy. Um, I have an opportunity to fuck a black male bartender from uh, the local bar I attend. Not evangelical approved, sorry. Hi, I, I'm a lady and I want to do my girlfriend. I've been dating for like three months now. Okay, will there be a, a guy involved and will it be for a porno video or...
for a man's enjoyment? No, it's just me and my girlfriend. Then the answer is not evangelical fucking approved. Wow, you guys really have some reasonable sex rules in this free America, you say. The Lord will send you to hell for your final sexual acts. Don't be caught doing sex before death. Live a perfect heterosexual, straight, homophobic, no-nonsense life for the Lord. So I want y'all to make a line. We got some paper plates and um, plastic fork knife salt and pepper deluxe pack of shitty cheap throwaway utensils. We have a tray of full overcooked steaks, a bucket of shredded Bible and church documents, and we have a punch bowl of ketchup to top your steaks off with. Also get you a Diet Coke from our Diet Coke machine all the way over here in the front, okay? So let's play some um, depressing music while we load our plates up and um, with this Trumpian food and eat Trump out. Let's remember what this is about. This is the Last Supper before Trump reluctantly laid down his perfect presidency so that you may have everlasting Republican dictatorship one day. May Trump's will be done on earth as in the beauty pageant. Also bring that shit to heaven too, why don't you? Come get you a Trump damn steak, you sons of bitches! Okay, one at a time, people. Okay, you can get seconds later. This is this is one steak right now. Fred, you get your fucking ass to the back of the line. You already ate some chips, you son of a bitch. Oh, Miss Gregory, you look nice today. I'm about to eat me some meat. I love to put the meat in my mouth. Okay, okay. Wow, Pastor White, uh, what grade of meat is this? It's a pretty thick piece. Well, what is this? What grade? I don't know, Leroy. Just get the fucking meat and go. Shit. Just remember, people, this is cannibalism. Get you a piece of fucking meat. Okay, Rick, I'll give you a quarter for the Diet Coke machine. Damn, I told you to bring 50 cents, you son of a bitch. Okay, get your food and shut the fuck up. Get the food and shut... Shut your fucking mouth. Get the fucking food. Okay, now that everyone has their plate ready, we must do this shit in unison. Stop eating, you assholes! Spit it out! Yeah, you heard me. Spit that food out your fucking mouth. <sighs> okay, everyone, go ahead, cut a piece of the steak. But don't eat it. You can go ahead and dip it in the ketchup, but don't eat just yet. Wait for my command to put it in your mouth. Okay, let me read from the Trump damn Bible. Okay. We are reading from Matt Gates 2626, subparagraph of the 29th section, 
Subdivision 666. Donald Trump instructed his house servant to cut the stakes into many sections for himself and his Republicans. Trump instructed Chris Christie to sit out. Trump said, take it, take it, eat it. This is my body. Rudy Giuliani deep-throated the meat of our Lord. All Trump's insurrectionists ate. That means eat the steak. Let's do it all together. That's pretty good. That's a little bit more done than I want it to be, but that, that pretty damn good steak, with, especially with that ketchup, that really sets it off. Okay, guys, uh, finish up eating that piece, okay? See, wasn't that something fun and not weird at all? We just fucking ate a human body. <laughs> Let's read some more scripture, shall we? So, um, Matt Gates, verse 27 through 29. Okay. Trump took the Diet Coke and gave no thanks to anyone. And he gave it unto them. Trump gave them Diet Cokes. They all haveth a drink of the Diet Cokes. And Trump said, Drink ye all that shit. For this Diet Coke is my menstrual blood of the new dictatorship, which is shed for many white supremacist nut jobs for exclusive cover of their sins only. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of a Fanta orange drink until the day I drink it in the new America and my Führer's kingdom. All right, let's drink together this Diet Coke. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, chug that motherfucker. Chug it, people. Hey, Rick, are you drinking a beer? Okay, I guess that's okay. Okay, so let's close this bitch out. Let's eat, and then let's lead into our invitational song, okay? Go ahead and sing. I will join in after I eat this damn steak. Okay, I just finished my last supper meal. I drank a beer too. That was a good fucking steak. I hope y'all enjoyed that overdone steak. So now that you've possibly ate your last meal here on earth, what's next? Are you going to heaven or are you on your way down to hell? Trump knew his last meal was probably the end. Trump knew that his attempts to steal back the election would probably not work with the lack of evidence and the non-compliance in the court from Trump-appointed judges. So, Trump was betrayed in his final days. Trump said, one of you will betray me. Well, that little prick turned out to be Mike Pence. He did not go along with the plan. 
and refused to not certify the votes. So our Lord Donald J. Trump was not elected. Our Lord was crucified, basically, or symbolically, sort of. I tell you what, I tell you what, tell you what, <clears throat> I tell you what. One day, probably maybe in 2024, 2024, Trump will return. The Mayans were correct. Trump will return and our Republican dictatorship will be restored forevermore. So I ask you, what if you pass on, die before Trump returns? Well, are you going to heaven or are you going to hell? There are numerous ways you can walk out this door today and be killed. You can walk out this door, be killed by a black king cobra snake. You step out the door, he bites you right in the fucking face. Right as you walk out this fucking door. Just right in the damn fucking face. His fangs go through your nasal cavity and into your brain, just shooting the venom right in your fucking brain like Fox fucking news. That venom incapacitates you and you pass on. Are you going to heaven? I damn well hope so. So let me give you another death scenario. Let's say you're on death row because you were a serial killer. You raped and murdered women and children and you dressed up like a damn clown. And then you ate your victims' bodies. You were worse than the serial killers I mentioned today in my sermon. Bundy, Gacy, McVeigh, and of course, drumroll please, Jeffrey the Dumber. Don't think you ever go that far. Look at what some of you have done already. Right-wing extremists are constantly killing people, so don't give me that shit like you would never do that shit. So you were a sick piece of fucking shit-ass white sick fuck twisted fuck. But our wonderful prison system granted you a final meal. The least they could do, right? You chose KFC, a blooming onion, and peanut butter ice cream. So you eat your big ass fucking meal. You eat your peanut butter ice cream knowing that you have a peanut butter allergy because you're trying to escape the lethal injection by killing yourself with peanut butter ice cream. You go into some kind of anaphylactic shock. The guards rush in and say, we gotta get this fucker on the execution table now. He's about to die for fuck's sake. So they rush you in onto the execution lethal injection table and gather the family of the victims you killed to watch behind the observation glass. You are shaking and screaming. Ah, oh, fuck, 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 ah, son of a bitch, fuck you! 
the family looks on in horror, saying that fucking asshole had absolutely no fucking remorse. The executioner can't get you strapped down, for you're so out of control. The guards ask the family, do you mind if we just shoot this guy in the fucking head? We can't get him strapped to take the lethal injection. The mother of one of the victims stands up and says, let me do it. Let me do it. I want to do it. Let me be the one to shoot him in the fucking head. The guards say, no, we have to go by, you know, the procedures. The mother then says, this bastard dressed up like a clown and killed my angel. Let me send him to hell. Why does it matter that this asshole dies from a needle, from you shooting him, or from me shooting him? I think everyone here will back your report. The guards then asked everyone in attendance if they would all support their false narrative that basically you got shot by the guards by attempting to escape. Everyone agrees. They allow the victim's mother to come into the execution room. The guard holds the gun out to her. She takes it, puts the gun to your forehead. She says, you killed my boy. What do you have to say? You look up at her and say, penis. So she pulls the trigger. Blood splatters all over the observation window. The mother then says, why was his last word penis? The guards say, fuck, I don't know. That sick bastard. But you did a great job. You pass on. Where did you go? You probably went to hell, let's be honest, because you were a rapist and a killer. You were too worried about the execution to ask the Lord, Trump, into your life. What I have to tell you today is, you don't have to go to hell if you were to die, or to die in a situation exactly like this. You can go to heaven. You just have to make Trump your entire existence. Change and be a Trump supporter and Trump will do the rest. I'm asking you, will you come down and let Trump come in you? Will you trust him to do that to you? Please support and subscribe to our show. Little White Church, LWC. Little White Church, Little White Church, come down, come down, and take that LWC. Okay, no takers? Thank you, whatever. Get you a to-go Last Supper doggy bag on your way out today, folks. There are plenty of leftovers to have another last meal, and then have another last meal. Okay now, people, are you coming down? What the fuck? I'm going to KFC after this. I may go out back and get me a blooming onion, fuckers. I'm getting me a real meal, fuck you guys. Y'all can have that last fucking supper shit. 
It sucked ass. Fuck you guys.